Welcome to the CSC Podcast. I'm Zudi Bawari, Producing Artistic Associate at Classic Stage Company. On today's show, we'll speak with Nadia Bowers and Rafi Barsunian. We'll be talking about playwright Rajiv Joseph, his work, and how they could be considered the classics of tomorrow. That's all coming up on the CSC Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you again for tuning in. It's Zudi. Hi, and this is Phil, uh, and we're so glad you are with us again on the CSC Podcast. We are starting something new, and what we're going to do moving forward, starting with today's episode, is that we're going to explore a different contemporary current playwright, a writer in theater that is creating new works, who we at Classic Stage think is going to be the, the the classical playwrights of of tomorrow, 100 years from now. We're going to be watching and reading their work. Well, we won't be. We'll, we will we'll be gone probably. Right. But, right. Uh, <laughs> other people oh, no. will be. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Zudi, who, who is first? Yes. So, this is really exciting. Um, it's a playwright that I really, really, really love and have studied and known for a long time now. It's Rajiv Joseph. He's an award-winning and widely celebrated playwright whose work has been done on Broadway, off-Broadway, and in theaters and universities across the country. So we invited two uh, CSC uh, alum to come join us to talk about Rajiv's work. And they're, they're two people who were just with us in our production of uh, the Scottish play, our production of Macbeth, that was in 2019, uh, Rafi Barsumian and Nadia Bowers. Uh, Rafi performed as Malcolm in our production of Macbeth, and uh, he also most recently played a campy bearded villain on a superhero TV show. <laughs> He's currently based in New York, having studied at Carnegie Mellon and the Jacques Lecoq School. Uh, and he's really nerdy for all things Shakespeare and juggling. <laughs> Nadia Bowers is an actor and writer who, um, of course, was last seen as Lady Macbeth in our production of Macbeth. And she's currently writing a memoir based on a piece she did for the radio program, This is This American Life, which is called Dear Dealer. So we recorded a little conversation with them just a couple of days ago. And... Um, We'll, we'll play it for you now. We hope you enjoy it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. All right. Enjoy, and, and we'll be back at the end. Hi, Rafi. Hi, Nadia. Thank you so much for joining us. So I've been thinking a lot about playwrights recently and a lot about classical theater and how do we decide who is a classical writer, who isn't, and all these sort of questions. And somebody who somebody's work has been really... Um, important to me personally and in my life has been Rajiv Joseph's. Um, and so I'm excited to have you guys on because um, I want you to talk a little bit about your relationship with Rajiv and or his work. Um, maybe we could start with you, Rafi. Uh, sure. I'm, I met Rajiv when I was cast to do the Los Angeles production of Guards at the Taj, which we did at the Geffen Playhouse in 2015. Um, and so I met him early on during the uh, rehearsals of that. Um, that was sort of my first experience with Rajiv. Uh, when I got cast, I started like, I just went back and read a bunch of his plays and I was immediately like, oh, this guy's legit. <laughs> so, uh, so that, and then I, you know, and then I got to do Guards at the Taj, which is a beautiful, amazing play. Nice. Okay. What about you, Nadia? 
Um, I was trying to remember when I first met Rajiv, but I think I've been, maybe I've done some other workshops with him, but, but, but I, I got first cast in a play, Describe the Night, at the, that we did it here at the Atlantic Theater in New York City in 2017. And, um, and I've known him just as a person, I think before that too, but I've always wanted to be in any of his plays, just put me anywhere, I don't care. Um, yeah. You know, occasionally I live out here in Brooklyn, occasionally I will see him in, um, in Prospect Park, like walking around, like scratching his head and like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hard. like don't disturb him, you know. The um, artist at work in the yeah, park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yes, it was that that play was my first uh, chance to to get on stage and with one of his amazing plays. Yeah, for That's our great. audience members that might not uh, know his work or these plays in particular, um, you know something that Zudi and I spoke about prior to to speaking with both of you today is that these two plays in particular really stand out as plays that we, that we feel really could see life for decades and decades because of you know the themes that they're talking about the and, and what what the shows are um but would you be able to give just a little bit of a hint as to like what what the play's about like not a full synopsis but like you know just a little bit um i mean nadia what's to so describe the night is basically about uh it's about well it's 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 spans a period of Russian history of 90 years from 1920 to 2010. It takes place in three locations um, in Poland, Russia, and East Germany. And it uh, follows the lives of seven characters um, and three storylines, I believe, that inter intertwine. Um, and some of the characters are, uh, um, you know, Stalin's right-hand man, who was the head of the secret police, uh, a young budding uh, Putin, um, a news reporter that I played who uh, probably in my mind reminded me of, or was, you know, uh, Anna, Polka Anna Polkovskaya, who was the Russian journalist who was assassinated. Um, and, and it's about uh, facts and how we view history and how we believe, uh, how we come to believe the things that uh, are true what we choose to believe is to become the, the story of our history and, and, and the history of the world and, and, um, and, uh, and what's true and what's fiction. And it's, it's, I, I, it's a really, uh, it's a great play. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I've been thinking about it a bit too with- It should be mounted going. right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, I mean, in, in this moment in history that we're in right now, uh, I, I've been thinking back to that play quite a bit and, and how uh, it was kind of forecasting so much um, in, in talking about history and what's happened in the past and all that. Yeah, I felt like it was at the time it was doing that. And then now even it's just even even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also, I mean, that isn't that what classics do, <laughs> what they tend to do anyway. Exactly mm -hmm. that. <laughs> um, Rafi, can you give us a little bit about um, Guards of Taj? Yeah, Guards at the Taj is, well, basically it's about, it follows these two young men who are uh, guards. Um, they're sort of, uh, let's say, uh, 
beginner guards. You know, they're low men <laughs> on the totem pole, and they've been uh, assigned to uh, stand guard at the Taj Mahal. And the play opens with sort of the night before it's finally going to be revealed. They finally finished it. They've been working uh, to make the Taj uh, um, uh, Taj Mahal, and uh, and uh, so they're standing there and. Uh, guarding it and it's the interplay between their sort of personalities one person who is sort of um maybe a bit of a maverick a rule breaker who wants to sort of challenge authority and and experience life and the beauty of art and the other who's fearful and is wants to follow the rules and make sure he doesn't make any mistakes um but they're best friends and uh it's their it's their relationship and sort of uh as the play unfolds and uh, as they deal with their sort of um particular ways of dealing with the world we we just uh we see how their friendship is tested in kind of a in, in a harsh world it's gorgeous <laughs> yeah it, which one did you play did you were you the were you the rule breaker or the not rule breaker what do you think? I was a rule follower. <laughs> One of the things that is intriguing about both of those plays, and I, I don't know, this isn't something that necessarily makes something a classic, right? But um, in, in looking at the plays more recently with this eye for what the classics are, Guards of the Taj describe the night and also Bengal Tiger at the Baghdad Zoo. One thing that really stuck out to me more seeing these now is that there's a lot of um, imagery around bodies and what happens to human bodies. Um, in Guards of the Taj and, and Bengal Tiger, there's a lot of uh, things to do with, with amputations and, and things of that nature and describe the night. I, there's a lot of, of blindness and, and, and all of that happening there. Um, and it makes me also think a little bit about, you know, things like um, Shakespeare's Titus, Andronicus and things like that as well. But what what do you think of, of all of that? What, what do the two of you think about, um, you know, bodies and, and, and violence and things like that and how that how that sits in, in, in classic works and how we how we look at that? I mean, both of you were in the Scottish play, a CSC. I, I, I try not to say the name of that play anymore because there was a pandemic that happened right after we did that. So that's so true. It's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, in <laughs> all seriousness, the heat went out in that building for a very long time. It oh, couldn't get fixed. We know. And, yeah, it got worse. She says, we, oh, had tartans, we, we had those tartans, you know, those wool things or we would have all died. And yeah. my favorite sound during that show was the sound of everyone's puffer jacket going <laughs> during, the, during the sound of the, during the show, like the silent moments, just, everyone just wrapping themselves up in the audience. Yeah, so yeah. that happened and then a, a global pandemic. So I don't see the name of that play ever again. Too, on his bicycle during rehearsal. Do you remember that, Rafi? I don't know. Who, who got, got hit by a car? Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, he got hit by a car on his bike on the way. That's so funny. It's it's two years later, and I'm only now connecting all of this to the curse. Oh, no. Like didn't Eric? Eric totally messed himself. Slipped on stage. Broke ribs. That's right. Yeah. So we had we had like bottles of that CBD like um roller. Like, <laughs> no way. Green backstage. Oh, everyone was just rubbing. An athletic on. tape. Yeah. And that was <laughs> <laughs> yes, but. That play um, deals with blood and violence and all that too. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, what does yeah. that have to do with um, 
you know, human bodies and, and what they do and, and violence towards human bodies, is that something innate in, in classic works or works that can become a classic, do you think? You know, I, I, I actually, this is sort of ties into, you know, thinking about this question, like, I feel like it does. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my entryway into that's what I love about plays that we would be that would be considered classy because it is full body acting. You're not a talking head. This can only happen on a stage. Um, and what it requires of us is is a complete commitment um, and a knowledge of your own body um, and, and an express and an access to your own body for expressiveness and for um, like for me, that's really what acting is for the theater. And, um, and, and there's plays I've been in there. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know why this isn't on a television. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and why are we watching this in a theater? And, and I think you know, okay, yes, in a theater, we've got to use the fake blood and we've got to use, you know, but, or, or do you, I don't know, maybe you're using a scarf, exactly. you know, um, maybe you're, you know, it, it, it but with the things that it, it conjures, I, there is a primal um, aspect to the acting to me that, that and what, what it forces, uh, what, what, what we have to bring ourselves to, I think is actually, um, you know, where we have to, it's almost like the text is up here and it's like, oh, I have to access this in my body. It's not just my, my voice. It has to, I, like, I, my entire body has to meet it. And, and I've thought about this in relationship to Rajiv's play um, where I, I was this, uh, I, this, as the Russian journals, my first scene was, I had writ- witnessed the crashing in small, small of the, um, uh, the Polish, the Polish in 2010, there was a crash and the entire basically Polish government died. And there's been this huge conspiracy that um, the, the Russians shot it down. So my character was a journalist who just happened to be there to greet the president and his wife who died in the crash and, and, um, and realized, like went out for a smoke and then saw all the other reporters getting arrested and put into uh, vans. And so she um, takes refuge in this, in this uh, used, car uh like a car rental place and she's terrified she's been hiding in a dumpster because she knows what will happen to her if she gets caught and and that was my entrance was like coming on uh and just full hiding in it like you know hiding for your life and then they then the russians start to come in and and surround the thing you know and it's terrifying and then my next scene was like with putin with with like who the guy who turned out to be and i'm getting questioned (laughs) it's just it was terrifying and As an like, and to bring yourself to those huge moments, and I'm and talking about body, like my what I the music I was listening to right beforehand, Laura, is like the, like what I had to get into my body to 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 portray a person who is terrified and going through the most intense moment of her life, um, and I love and as an actor for me, that's what I live for. <laughs> it's like make me be bigger than you know. Let, let me try to embody this thing that is bigger than me in this moment, that's bigger than me, just a talking head on stage, because who really wants to do that? And I'll turn on my nose. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I was gonna also add, you know, I, what made me think of, your question made me think of is uh, how that, how the pain to the body, hurt to the body, it can be used uh, um, uh, to like draw metaphors on, on stage. And, I, and I'm just trying to think of, 
uh, with guards at the Taj because the central part of that story is that um, basically uh, the Shah doesn't want anything as beautiful as the Taj Mahal to ever be created again. And he wants it to stand as the, as the supreme, most beautiful creation. And so he orders the uh, hands of all the artisans and the craftsmen chopped off. And I just think of that as such a visceral, like for an audience hearing that you, I mean, you can think of that. You just, you, you see that visceral, um, uh, you can imagine like, what would it be to lose my hands? And this is artists. He's cutting off the hands of artists, you know? And so that, that, so that becomes, I think, a bigger metaphor in the play that, that Rajiv is working on. And I think it's just something that's um, just, it's easy to connect to as an audience member, you know, because we can understand and we can imagine that pain or that loss. It, it's so interesting. I, I remember I was driving to the theater uh, one night to do the play and I happened to be listening to the radio and the, on the radio was a, uh, the story of, I think, one of the first successful hand surgeries, hand transplant surgeries. It just happened to be there and I was just listening to it. And it was like an ungodly number of hours to complete the surgery. Uh, and it also took so much, you know, they have to find a match in terms of blood and skin tone and this and that and that. And then, and then they were describing the ways in which um, he had to, you know, delicately go in and make sure that he was connecting all the right things for the hand to function and not be rejected. And I just, I was literally going to do this play in which we chop off all these hands, uh, thinking about what a delicate, what an, a kind of an amazing miracle the hand is, you know, and so I think we, we understand that viscerally and then so for the playwright to draw on that, um, it's just very effective. Yeah, that's amazing, actually. And hearing y'all talk about that is so exciting because I, I've read almost all of Rajiv's work or at least been able to see it at this point. And there's a through line of all of that in all of his body of work so far. It's, uh, um, I'm thinking about gruesome playground injuries even. Um, and how that there's these people getting harmed, like even a broken arm, it's not necessarily a hand getting chopped off, but it's these injuries that are bringing these people together and they're both emotional uh, injuries and physical energies, um, injuries, excuse me. And um, that's sort of what I think about classical theater in general is those sort of things, those, those um, bring the same qualities. I think about um, other, and that sort of brings me to my next question actually to you, to both of you, which is how do you see a classic? And can you see this body of work being done as uh, and being talked about as a classic or as classics? Um, yeah, you know, I think I'm trying to find to distill it down to like, I would say that is a, a story that finds resonance in multiple eras, in different eras mm -hmm. that people can connect to. Um, and you know, go back to the ones that that come to my mind, there's, there is what we're talking about, the body, that there's a size, there's a size of, of what is of what the story is, is is going for there's a size of what it requires of actors in terms of um then all the notes you can play um physically emotionally um and oftentimes too that there's which i described the night is exactly this that I, I guess there are clear villains um but there's an ambiguity there's there's a question of humanity of, of what 
what is good and what is bad who are we are we do we understand why we're bad or good do we um and and it asks questions and it doesn't preach and tell you this is how it is it leaves it open because that's the confidence of the playwright too that's the confidence saying i'm going to serve up this story and you make of it what you need to and you know, I think, and and I think also a, a, a story that can be told in in different uh, in different cultures. Like there's this, um, Rajiv tells the story of, um, you know, I'm stealing a an, a guards of the Taj story, but, oh, yeah. um, but he was, was, <laughs> it is in Russia. He went to Russia to translate the story, the the play, with the lark, um, and uh, and there's. Uh, so they were going to perform it there, do a reading of it there in Russia. And I don't know how many years ago, it was like 2016 or something like that. And there's a line in the play that says, fuck the king, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 um, and, and there's a law that is against a lot of swear on stage in Russia. Wow. And, yeah. Oh and God. so all of them were like, oh, and they assured that you could get arrested. But they all assured Rajiv that uh, that it was going to be okay and that it was just unpaid reading. So, you know, so it was, a, you know, but when it got to that moment in the play, uh, the actor said, fuck the king. And there was this silence. And Rajiv was like, I, we're all going to get arrested. This is horrible. And then slowly everyone started clapping. And like, it was this moment of like, of this total, like, like subversive, you know, and, and it was in this one little room and who was going to see it, but all these people got so, jet- he said it was like electric and and, and so exciting. And the, it was like a release for them. And like that moment tells me, oh yeah, you know, and because across culture, and he said, I didn't, that here, that, yeah, fuck the king, you know, like, sorry, can I swear on this? Like, I'm quoting. <laughs> we do quoting it all the <laughs> Um, um, but uh, you can tell us that story. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it gives me goosebumps just to think about it. But also, what that must have felt like to him uh, to have them uh, experience it that way, and 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 things like that tell me, okay, across cultures, like even if it skips a an era or two, you know, I think. Um, but, 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 but definitely the size, the size of the size of things. And that question of, um, of, of, uh, you know, like, uh, the, the curiosity into our nature that, that it doesn't necessarily always try to give you the answer that leaves it, leaves it open. So different areas yes. can answer it. Right? I think you nailed that. I think, I think that's, that's it, like that, that and serving up questions, I think is a hallmark of, of what makes a classic. I, I just want to add to what Nadia said that um, for me, like I, it always sort of comes back to language and how people use language. And I think Rajiv is a poet and you feel it in his words. It's like his plays are, um, uh, you know, and I don't know that he's doing this consciously, maybe he is, but they're, they're so well formed just in words like so the actor takes incredible delight in speaking them and i think the audience subconsciously is sort of hearing this incantation that over the course of the play like opens something inside you and i think that is a hallmark for me of classics whenever i'm like oh that is that's going to be that's going to survive it's got to do with how the playwright uses language um it, it's deliberate and it's and it, as as nadia said it's it's large it's bigger than the everyday what do you both think about how he uses humor in his plays as well, because it's dealing with some- Humor? Is that what you said? Yeah, humor, it's a comedy. And his plays 
are dealing with really heavy, dark themes, some really horrible things happen to characters in all of his plays. Um, <laughs> but they're also very funny. Like, yeah. it's really funny. Um, even in Guards at the Taj, with all the, the hands being chopped off, it's also so very good. funny. Completely um, absurdist, yeah. So, yeah. you know, is that a hallmark of what makes the classic too, is that you're able to kind of cover both fields in that way? Um, you know, wh and what was it like, I guess, for both of you being in those productions, balancing that? Did it feel like more of like a, a classic work in that way? I, I, I'm just curious. I would say for sure it felt that that's that's also another trait I would say yes and 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 also like the first thing that comes to mind as you're talking about is like this Chekhov or mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. like that you know you can have Rafi's like yeah yeah absolutely that's what I thought too Chekhov know, like <laughs> that and that fine line where like you know between like the genius and the fool mm -hmm. and like and that that you know that comedy and I think good you know I mean, playwrights who understand that those two things live very close to each other mm -hmm. and that and that actually we need in order to be able to to cope in many ways, we need to be able to laugh at ourselves, you know, um, uh, you know. I, yeah, I think I, I find myself personally in my life too. I mean, I'm a real gallows humor kind of person, you know, and <laughs> in the darkest times. And it's, and it's not about being irreverent. It's about accepting, I think, the the, the pain or finding a way, uh, you know, a way to 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 manage it. And um, I, I also loved. I mean, I, I remember a couple of times in that in the scene with um, in this um, car rental scene, like you know we had we would have these funny lines um because people are funny especially in really mm -hmm. difficult situations we do really s silly things sometimes we say things that are just um and it's very human and i think as an audience member it's also a way in it's like i think uh it's a way to look at our pain and uh in a way that's that we can digest and we can find uh recognition and and we can feel um, like maybe we can we can still be okay even if we come up against these huge things. Um. The, yeah, I, I, I think a, I think a, a, a playwright who who's worth their salt knows how to use um, humor to open us up in order to kind of gut punch us. That's the like the I feel like that's the checkoff thing. You know, you you like you get us to laugh a little bit, and then we're like, oh, we're your friend, and then you like you know tear our heart out you know and I think Rajiv does that really beautifully I mean it's with guards it was it was like he leaned into even like slapstick I mean there's a scene where you know it opens up and 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 the whole space is covered with blood and I remember that would happen I mean we would go from a hard blackout into a blood spattered stage and you could feel the audience just sort of be like what what just happened like there was a bit of a shock and then you'd watch two actors slip and slide and like fall over each other and like throw hands around, those, you know, separate hands around. And it's like, a, like as you said, Nadia, gallows humor. And like, it's just, it's it's verging on absurdism. Yeah. I remember, we, I mean, we had a night where um, we're doing that scene and we're like, you know, up to our shins and blood and just like dealing with it. And a gentleman got up, I think this was in our previews, got up said this isn't funny and walked out and at the, in the moment there I thought oh are we doing a bad job with the comedy but I actually think it was just, it's just too much it's like that that level of like 
the blood and the in the shock and the horror of the situation like got to him and maybe he had his own trauma but i was like oh <laughs> yeah yeah wow wow and also like there you go like theater that can elicit that kind of response like how does that not have staying power you're blowing my mind with all this because i also you know i see i've been thinking about um this question a lot about what makes a classic and hearing you guys talk about that is amazing because i'm also on the in a different sort of pocket and in the fact that I also see Rajiv as a classical writer and I see his work being done forever also because I'm witnessing other universities right now teach his work and I'm witnessing them do his work and use his work as examples in ways to explore acting, ways to explore text, ways to explore all these things. And that's another hallmark to me of a classic is when it's being taught across the country, which is- really exciting too. I think he's just so, and I just think he's really brave. I don't oh, know yeah. how else to say that. It's just that his, and there's something to him also, I mean, he, he'll, you know, he, he didn't take an actual playwriting course and went to grad school. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So there's like, I feel like there's a lack, I feel like there's a lack of preciousness that he has, but I think he completely understands the form and, but there's, there's a, there's a boldness perhaps that comes from coming, studying it to later. I think it came to him naturally. And I think what I love is his understanding that he's writing for the theater. And that's what I always ask myself this time. Every time I go see a new play, I'm like, why am I watching this in a theater? Why am I doing it? And I think he understands the communal experience. And, and I think he understands uh, theatricality of, of, you know, of the body in the body and these, and, and taking these um, having a talking tiger and, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, like, like I want to go to a play and I want, and, and he, and, 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 and have only that, only that, have that be an experience that I can only have in the theater. And he really serves that up. There's, there is a sort of dreamlike quality at times yes. I think that also transcends time. Yes, you know that like, that we can access perhaps. I mean, and and yes, he's very young, and time will tell. But I think you're right that there's, they're teaching. You know, there's something about his boldness of storytelling, um, and and that um, and, and very precise. But like, but there's, I think he he doesn't um, limit himself. Very mischievous too. He's very mischievous. Yeah, <laughs> mischievous. Totally. That, that, like you know that Rajiv look. He's just like. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. And yeah, he's got this like you know twinkle in his eye that he's just up to something, you know. And 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 on you also see him in rehearsal, like you know tr- rewriting some things and like you know just like trying to find that right way to say it. You know, he's he's clearly you know deliberate mm-hmm. and um and it's not um. But I, but I, but I think he he lets many things speak to him. That's how, yeah. I, I have no idea. I'm speaking for him, but it, but it sounds like he's listening on many different levels and doesn't say no. Like well, I can't have a talking tiger. That's ridiculous, you know. Right. Like or you know, and, and yes, I can spend ninety years of Russian history. Why not? Yes. <laughs> it, there's like an element of magical uh, uh, realism almost. It's to, because it's still yeah. grounded in. It's still very grounded. Period and human and magical all at the same time. It's pretty extraordinary. Um, And I think that's a great place to wrap it up. I mean, 
I really, really appreciate you guys having this conversation with me. It's been so fun. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been uh, it's been great to see you again. You're a part you of the CSC well. family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, I miss um, you guys. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah, thank you for having us, really. It was great. Yeah, thank it's so a much. pleasure. Yeah, a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information on CSC, visit us online at classicstage.org, where you'll find past episodes of our podcast, the podcast reading lists, and information on all our other programming. Once again, I'm Phil Haas, and we'll be back next month with another episode of the CSC Podcast. Take care.